beginning is a very delicate time. Know then that it is the year 2017, and this is the Snakes Casts. I hope we don't get into any copyright trouble for that. No, 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 no. It's 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 it's, okay. it's a transformative work. I, I made some modifications to it, so it still counts. I feel transformed. Excellent. So uh, we're not going to talk about Transformers, though. We're going to talk about Dune. Well, we're not actually going to talk about Dune. We're going to talk about what else is out in space because it's not just hard vacuum and lasers and stuff like that. There's actually, you know, stuff to explore. You can find stuff out in space. Joining us once again today, we've got. The lovely Coco. Hi, everyone. Oh, that's right. And I'm not Princess Ariel, and I'm, tragically, I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. <laughs> and, and this is week three we're on? Yeah, three? It's, it's, it's the third week of Space Month. It's, it's such a huge topic. Usually when we've done these sort of series before, we've covered them in a week, but space is so huge, we've wound up having to actually cover an entire month with it. But uh, yeah, so far we've covered uh, franchises in space. We've covered uh, conquest of space, because of course, you know, it's out there, you might as well take over it. But uh, As one does. <laughs> especially when one's playing board games. But uh, this week, we're going to talk about exploration, and there's only the more peaceful, sort of Star Trek-y type stuff, you know, seeking out new life and new civilizations and boldly going where nobody's ever gone before. The Star Trek thing, you, you would expect that Star Trek would see a fair bit of exploration going on, and in fact, there is in some of them. And that same appeal of, of, of you know, anything can happen, that's, that's basically why these exploration games are such a big deal. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, space is so big, you might as well go out there and find something. And I think a sweet thing about space is that you can talk about the themes of exploration without getting into any wacky colonial situations. Like, if I'm talking about a game where I'm exploring the, another part of Earth... It feels really different than if I have a lot of contextual things I need to take into account versus if I'm talking about a game where I'm exploring a planet, you have so much more creative freedom that doesn't require you to be considerate. And it's interesting, too, because what will happen a lot of times is I, we see this in video games a lot. They'll, um, well, you'll have alien races that are out there and, oh, look, they're strangely reminiscent of certain stereotypes of various different cultures that exist here on Earth. Right. I mean, we would like to avoid that at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> and it, in a way, it's hard to avoid it, though, because these archetypes exist in our culture. Right. And um, you know, naturally, if you go to a planet and somebody's already there... It's hard to avoid themes of colonization and so on, which is mm-hmm. why usually I think a lot of these sort of exploration games don't really do that on the tabletop. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take a look at something like um, like the Firefly board game, where you've got your ship and you're out exploring, or uh, like Zia, Legends of a Drift System. This is probably, in, in some ways, the most prominent game out there as far as I have a ship and there's a galaxy, I'm just going to go. Yeah, uh, That's probably the most popular game that's in that general theme these days. It starts you off with a tiny little ship that has a cool backstory and a few basic systems and you just go out and you start gradually uncovering this huge galaxy which consists of these tiles that you add to the board and more and more things become available and you can meet all these different people out there and different factions and do missions and beat people up for the fun of it and take their stuff. Um, It's it's just, it's this vast scope for stuff that you can do. So do you you pull... The extra space bits. Do I pull them up randomly? Do I get to pick what kind of space I'm exploring? You get to decide which direction you're going in, but you don't know what you're going to find until you get there. Cool. And it's going to be different every time you play it. There's this huge stack of tiles, all of which have different sort of suns and planets and things to encounter. And every time you play, it's going to be different. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about how 
different space themed board games deal with like the scope of space being like mm-hmm. so big and they're just being like so much out there and and Xia does a really good job because like you said it's got so much stuff in it mm-hmm. you know it's got like a huge footprint if you want it to and so many tiles and they've even got a new expansion set which adds even more of this stuff more so it just it just feels like there truly is a vast galaxy out there for you to explore where anything could happen Fine. um you can compare that to, say, the Firefly game, where, again, you have your ship and so on. One of the nice things about Firefly is that you have a crew, and they and your crew sort of feels like you know people who are very much with you on this mission. Mm-hmm. They help you. They, Until you disgruntle them, right? It, yeah, they, they get gruntled or disgruntled as you do illegal or immoral things. Right. And, uh, but a game, a game about Firefly that didn't use the characters in Firefly would be missing. A... There's no way yeah. you could do it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in Zia, your ship is your companion. It's, right. it's, it's, can it... I gruntle or ungruntle my ship? Nope. Nice. Although you can trade it in for a new, bigger, more awesome ship. Sweet. Will my old ship be disgruntled if I do that? <laughs> I think I would be. Will it miss I, me? I, I would be somewhat less than gruntled if I were your old ship. I would miss you. Subgruntled? A lot. I'd, I'd, feel, I'd, I'd feel sad. But um, so you t- you, this is your joke. <laughs> you started this. You need to accept responsibility. This actually goes back quite a ways. Um, back in the day when Avalon Hill games were sort of king of the hill, um, Merchant of Venus was the big sort of space exploration game. And it had a very much sort of a pick up and deliver sort of feel. And mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago that Fantasy Flight Games did a sort of a reprint of Merchant of mm-hmm. Venus. Interesting. Where they included the old version and they also did the FFG thing where they update and modify and streamline things in, an, in a new version. And they were both there in the same box. That's oh, great. nice. That's kind of them. The other thing, too, about exploring space is that if if the map is already there and you know what's going on, like, say, in Firefly, for example, it's a fixed map, and we know what that universe looks like. Mm-hmm, right. uh, Star Trek Fleet Captains, you start with you know, a map, and it's there, but until you actually reach those places, you don't actually flip over the tile, so you don't know what's going to be there. Right, um, right. So, you know, you might have trouble with Tribbles. You might uh, have an all-powerful prankster come into your ship and say, hey, let's play a game. Or you might have any number of things. You might discover a wormhole to a mirror dimension where there's evil versions of you. Naturally. It's, it's, it's another example of a game that really does scope well in that sense. So you, so you were talking about Zia or Shah or Zaya or Xia or whatever it is. <laughs> X-I-A for X- our listeners at home. I like Xia. Xia. Xia colon Legends of a Drift System. Sweet game title. So when, okay, in, in Zia, you are, you are out in space, you have all this freedom. It's like Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, but in space. Kinda, yeah. That's a really uh, good comparison. Finally, because we were figuring out how yeah. to compare it and we, What's that took forever. No, there was another, there's another video game that I was thinking of that I couldn't remember the name of that came out last year. It was super disappointing. It was that game where you basically... Oh, Mass Effect Andromeda. No, no, no. Oh, okay, more, more disappointing video games. No, the one uh. I was thinking of was, uh, it's like the, you have the whole universe to explore and you're going to go find planets. No Man's Sky. Yes, that one. And they promise giant that empty you'll... Sca- yeah, there's a giant universe where nothing happens. Yeah. Oh. And maybe maybe that's what they're trying to say. Maybe we should all stop caring about space, guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's listen. Okay. Giant... So it sounds like, to me like Zia is like huge and big and you're out in space and you get to build your ship. Uh, Eclipse is another sort of space expl- exploration. How does it compare mm. scale-wise to Zia? We talked about Eclipse a little bit uh, before in the context of games where you fight stuff in space. Yeah, because conquer the galaxy. Because there's quite a bit of conquering in Eclipse. But you're right that there is a 
there is a significant amount of exploration and development involved mm-hmm. in it too. It's true. You uh, you explore, find planets to colonize, and well, it's the ex- explore, expand, exploit, exterminate uh, <laughs> paradigm. Four E's the, of the, being the, an the, asshole. The four X of being a jerk in uh, and things. But yeah, that that goes back to games like Civilization and so on. And, but um, yeah, that you're 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 an empire in, right. in Eclipse, whereas you're an individual. In Zia. Interesting. So as an empire, am I sort of researching stuff for my ship? Yes. Or my, okay. you're, you're researching new technologies. You're building a giant fleet of ships. Cool. Uh, you're expanding your population. You're, uh, you're building diplomatic relations with other races. You're discovering alien artifacts left behind millennia ago. Hmm. Uh, the, the scope of it feels more vast because you've got this huge canvas of an entire civilization at your command. Interesting. Uh, which at the same time makes it more compelling than also less compelling because it's less personal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there seems to be two different sort of sub-genres of the exploration games. The games where you're just by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just me and my ship doing my thing. And then the ones where it's sort of like there's this context of like part of the universe already being colonized and explored and you're coming from there and you're finding more to add to your already existing world. Right. Yeah, the classic thing is like the like the Master of Orion 2 type thing from computer games where you've got a whole bunch of species out in this vast galaxy and all of them just happen to have discovered faster than light travel at about exactly the same time. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to start encountering each other fairly soon. That's right. the that's the, the the concept behind Twilight Imperium 3 and all the great big classic conquer the galaxy right. type things. But right. often before you can conquer the galaxy, you have to explore it mm-hmm. so you can see what mm-hmm. bits you want to stomp. Well, I, I don't know. I think that's I think that's thrilling because I just love stomping bits. But like <laughs> when I when I'm playing Risk, I know exactly what happens once I get my dudes into Australia. Mm-hmm. But I playing Zia or playing Eclipse, it sounds like whatever tile I flip up or whatever new thing comes up that changes the way I need to adapt my strategy. It very much does. Right. The uh, sometimes when you explore the space around you in Eclipse, you'll discover that there aren't a lot of mineral-heavy planets mm-hmm. around there, so you're just going to have to expand further. Or you can focus on having a tight, uh, sort of controlled empire with a small population, but with powerful defenses and with a very focused approach to getting things done. Right. Obviously, if you're going out into space, out into the wild black yonder, uh, once you actually get to the other side of space, you're going to land on a planet, right? Because planets are where the action I mean, is. that's the goal, that, right? that, that, That's where the good stuff is. You could just get lost and just like... I can know, think of some people who I would like forever. to go out into space forever and never find anything. <laughs> Hard vacuum is... Uh, well, it's it's kind of boring after a while. you got to figure. Okay, so, so what happens when I find a planet in a space board game? Well, what happens then is what we're going to talk about on Wednesday. That's very exciting. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you.